Welcome to the season two finale of The Sweet Peaceful, starring Alex Curtis as Sheriff Rusty, Devin Luna as Sketchy Pete, and Kelton Burns as the saloon bartender and Tommy the Newspaper Boy. Featuring music by the Sweetie Bottom Boys, The Sweet Peaceful thanks you for listening for one whole year and hopes you enjoy the episode. Sometime out west, a sheriff wandered into a dusty, run-down town, looking for an outlaw responsible for the death of his deputy. Last he heard, he was held up, drinking like a fish in one of the local saloons. The sheriff came to pay him a visit. This looks to be the place. First things first, I'm gonna need me a drink. Hello, stranger. Welcome to Sweet Peaceful Saloon. I appreciate it. What brings you into town? Well, I got some business of my own I don't like being too open about, but, uh... It's been a long, long journey, and I'm gonna need me a tall, cold glass of beer if you could do me that. I can do you that, mister. Take a seat. All right. Are you sheriff? I'm sorry, what was that? I can't quite hear you too well. My ears are a little bit messed up. I said, are you sheriff? I spotted the the badge on your chest there and the, those mighty fine pistols. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can just call me Rusty, though. All right, Rusty, take a seat. I'll get a cold one up and coming. All right, thank you, thank you. Hey. Hey, you look kind of familiar there. I ain't having it today, partner. Keep to yourself. Hold on a minute. I think I got a flyer of someone who looked just like you. Did I not make myself clear the first time? You, uh, you sketchy Pete. I know it's you. What's it to you? You mother. Hey, hey, mister. I've been chasing after you for weeks. Mr. Sheriff. My deputy lost his life. I don't want no trouble in my saloon now. If you're gonna do something, take it outside. Mister, I've killed a fair share of deputies in this town. You're gonna have to elaborate. It's about three and a half, maybe four weeks ago, hell. I reckon my memory's a little bit messed up by now, but you was out rustling cattle, apparently, as you do, as the rumors tell. My deputy was out there trying to stop you. 
A little bit unfortunate. Trying to do something about it, mister? Absolutely. You just gonna talk about it. You put your hands up right now, sir. I'm gonna bring you in, Sketchy Pete. I'd like to see you try. Hate to interrupt, but I need to bring you the news. News. This week... Well, no, right now, hold on one second. All right, all right, all right. I may be a wrestler, but I ain't an animal. If there's good news, I gotta listen. I reckon it's bad luck to be doing business of the law when the news is on the table. I guess I'll just put my gun back down a moment. Let's hear it, Tommy. I appreciate the respect, sir. I've ran all the way I ran all the way from the big city to deliver this, guys. So this week, Tuesday, on May twenty fifth, Biomutant is coming out for Bio- the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Now I don't reckon I really know what any of those things are. And bio then on you say bio bio mutant that I think from what I heard in the big city it's some game where there's like cats in like the future and they're uh, they got guns and uh, I think they got magic. I reckon that sounds like a good time. Ah, I think I remember long long time ago. I remember. Uh, I remember finding something in the newspaper, I think, about that when I was drifting through some other tumbleweed type of town. Yeah, I always thought this sounded this sounded pretty good. I'm pretty excited, Biomutant. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Uh, and then later in the week, on, on Thursday, May 27th, we got Rugrats coming to the Paramount Plus. And then, also, we got A Quiet Place Part 2 coming out in theaters. God damn, that sounds like some scary shit that I don't want no part of. The Rugrats or the or the Quiet Place, sir? The quiet Place. I like my places loud and rowdy. That's how you know it's an honest place. Uh, as for me, I'd say the Rugrats sound scary because, yeah, it's hard to look at. Uh, toddlers are terrifying. All right, and then on Friday, May 28th, gentlemen, we got Cruella coming to theaters and Disney Plus on the same day. God damn. Now that's the one about the lady with the little dogs. Ain't that about the woman who was right up who my was doing alley. messed up things to the dogs? It wasn't just about a woman with the dogs, I reckon. You shut your mouth, bastard. God fucking damn you, sketchy Pete, you dirtbag. As soon as Tommy gets out of here, I'm a fuck. All right, gentlemen, well, I got some more news. Uh, recently, uh, a game called Power Wash Simulator launched in early access. I think that happened last week. It's made by Future Lab. Whose last game was well, tactical TV spinoff well, of Peaky Blinders? Um, this game's about power washing things like your house and cars and vehicles, and eventually you go all the way to Mars and you power wash a Mars rover. Now, I think this one seems pretty interesting because I never power wash nothing. Power wash? I don't even regular wash. I'll tell you what. Yeah, who who needs to take the power that they got and apply it to the washing when you could take that power and apply it to something much more practical? Now, I reckon I heard some stupid things in my life, but this is about taking the cake for me. I think I remember hearing about this, and it sounds like it is boring. There might be someone out there that wants to do a little washing, but like I said, I like to keep it dirty. Ah, uh, you know, sketchy Pete. For the first I time, heard, I think I can agree I with you. I heard it's pretty satisfying to just, like, get a rusty old car and then just rusty. spray that rust Rusty? Off. What the fuck? What about a car that's rusty now? I ain't nothing like a car, man. I'm a man, not a machine. I didn't mean no I disrespect, I reckon you sir. better take that back. Tommy, I swear to God. <laughs> I didn't mean no disrespect, Sheriff. 
All right, you, you, you stop your whimpering and just continue with the news now. I got business. Okay, well, the next thing we got coming is the Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes. Uh, this is like the next installment in the Dark Pictures series of games with uh, Man of Medan and Little Hope were the last ones. This one is set in Iraq in 2003. House of Ashes is, uh, I guess, I guess House Iraq. of Ashes is going to focus on like a military unit. Um, and then like it looks like maybe they hide in the caves or something in Iraq. And like maybe they encounter some type of supernatural uh, component or something. I don't know. We're getting gameplay later well, this week. Well, well, maybe I'll tune in for the gameplay. I reckon I don't know too much about militarization or ghosts and ashes and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, sounds like it could be a mighty fun time for those that could be interested. What is that, what is that even like? What is that even like? You, you said it's kind of something like some of these other games. Well, what are these other games? What, are, what is this play style like? I mean, Elaborate. Well, Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes, it's also by the same studio that made uh, Until Dawn, and they kind of like these little horror games that are, they feel almost like you're playing a movie or a show, and they usually motion capture some actors, and uh, it's all choice based and like reaction speed based, so usually the gameplay consists of like dialogue choices that have butterfly effects on the rest of the story, as well as like timed reaction events where you gotta press buttons real quick or on cue. Wow. Uh, and they can be pretty fun and they have high replayability as long as like they do have different outcomes. I know a thing. I reckon well, that's true. You know, that don't sound like my type of experience, but uh I'm sure someone out there is probably gonna get a goddamn great kick out of it. And that's why I just cannot stand you, Rusty Buster. Sketchy P, you got about ten minutes left before I put this pistol upside your asshole. Don't you dare Moving forward, I got more news, boys. But I swear to God. We got the Adams Family Mansion Man. Now, this is coming out October 2021, uh, around the Halloween season. This is got a four-player co-op, and it's coming to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. This is a... Now, well, I... You know, I, I I haven't heard done nothing about no Adams family, not since I was about I don't know, ten years old. Ah, what's going on with this? Ah. Well, the Adams family is kind of like a an old Halloweeny type family. They got pretty iconic characters, and they've been around for a real long time. It seems like it's about to get rebooted with a new movie, which yeah, will tie into you this. Know, uh, I was gonna say that rebooting might be a proper term because uh, it's been a long time since I even heard any mention or whereabouts of the Adams family. I ain't heard shit. Well, I went to the moving pictures not too long ago, and I I reckon they made a new movie, but it was animated. It was animated, and it looked just like the characters in this here game, uh, Mansion Mayhem. Yeah, the characters in that there game look a little bit funky. I don't know if uh, that's something I would be getting into myself, but, uh... I reckon I said I like 3D platformers, but when I said 3D platformers, uh, this ain't what I was really exactly thinking. This ain't it. I thought that this game would look fun if you had, like, two or maybe even one buddy to come down and play with you because a lot of the gameplay it kind of highlighted the co-op 
like four-player co-op and like you know well, one shenanigans you know, you can get in with your friends. That would be a good time for me, except my only buddy was taken by fucking sketchy Pete here. And I'd do it again. Well, moving forward, we I also got some shows and and some other business I need to get see y'all before I move on to the next you town. You best hurry up before um, I paint this place with fucking sketchy Pete's brains. Finger is okay, itching. well, we got Miracle Workers Season 3. It's gonna focus on the Oregon Trail. This is coming out. It's gonna... It's starring Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi, as, long, as well as some other actors that go from season to season. Now, this one, this here season, is gonna focus on the Oregon Trail. Now, I heard some folks are headed up to the Oregon Trail, but I don't know much about it, but... It looks like this show's gonna be pretty funny. I reckon it could be a good time. Like a good now, time. I just wanna ask, what the hell is Harry Potter doing out here on the Oregon Trail, mate? What's he doing? What's he doing out here? Is he gonna expect El Patronum fucking plagues away? Like, yeah, are you gonna fucking cure dysentery with your wand, man? Harry Potter, what are you doing out here, man? This looks like it could be a good time. I could uh I could get on board with the Western theme. I could get on board with the Western theme. Well, moving forward we also got Monsters at Work. Uh this is like a new cartoon. A little animated picture coming to Disney Plus. Uh this is technically this is going to be considered a sequel to Monsters Inc, so it's moving the story forward, which I thought was pretty exciting cuz like yeah, all we've gotten before this was the prequel series, and this this will be animated by Pixar in conjunction with Walt Disney Animation, so it's the collaboration between the two. Now, I did get some details on this one. This is going to take place six months after the events of Monsters, Inc. in the city of Monstropolis is making the transition to be fueled by the sound of laughter. Well. So, like, it looks like this show is going to focus in on, like, you know, what happened after they stopped using the screams and started using the laughter, and what's that mean for the town and the... And the community of monsters. Uh, this is coming July second, twenty twenty one. Well, and what's that gonna mean for all the, all the nice young people that were getting scared to death by these here monsters? You know they're gonna have much better lives from here on out. They won't be dealing with big scary types of individuals like Sketchy Pete over here. I wonder what this is going to look like. I wonder what the other scary monsters are going to have to do now that they're out of work. Like this sheriff is about to be once I put a bullet in him. I swear to God, Sketchy Pete, you have no idea the hell that is headed for you. I also was curious why, like, if, like, Mike Wazowski was going to be in this one, but it looks like he and Soli are, and that's pretty reassuring, because, you know, I really like those characters. Well, of course, why? You can't be having no Monsters, Inc. or any related such titles without the fucking two main dudes who made this shit all come together, you know? And they even got the slug woman who everybody loves. She does that Mike Wazowski type voice. I, I reckon that's the best shit I ever heard in my life. Music to my ears. Absolutely. You know, Sketchy Pete, there's a couple things I admire about you. I'm still going to have to pistol whip you at the end of this, though. I'd like to see you try. We'll see what happens. Man, it really wets my goalies to know there's two more gentlemen in this this little town that share my affiliation for the slug woman. Oh, I'm sure there's more than two. Oh, uh, yeah, there must be, because 
If you don't like that slug woman, what's her name, Roz? I think her name's Roz, right? Isn't that it? Isn't that it? I reckon so. I just, man, I fucking really love that slug woman. <laughs> Such a great character. Ah, she's hilarious, man. She makes me just... I get a great big belly laugh every <laughs> time. If I'm not mistaken, time. it looks like you got a <laughs> thing about that slug woman. You got a great big thing in your pants, sir. <laughs> anyway, moving forward, we got snake eyes. What? G.I. Joe are you getting at, Tommy? Sheriff, I didn't mean no disrespect. Let's move forward. Tommy, I swear to God, I got an extra pair of cups in these pants for you, too, if you want to be that type of man. I ain't a man, sir. I'm just a newspaper boy. And I got more news. Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins is coming July 23rd. Now, I don't... G.I. Joe Origins. I was never... Wow. I, growing up... Well, I, I ain't grown up yet, but, like, in during my days, I never really been that much into G.I. Joe. Um, But this one looks like it's a whole movie on... One of the characters, and Might I don't be. know nothing about G.I. Joe at all. I mean, I heard about I, a snake in my boot, but nothing about a snake in someone's eyes. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? There's a snake in my boot. But I reckon this looks a little... It looks yeah. cool. Sheriff, are you saying there's a snake in your boot this, right now? There might be a snake in my boot right now. But don't you worry none about that, Tommy. It's not meant for you. Sheriff... Now, this G.I. Joe, this G.I. Joe, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, I reckon. I, I actually don't know nothing about G.I. Joe or anything about the lore or the stories or the characters or anything, the world that they live in and whatnot. Yeah. But, this looks like it could be a good time. Looks like it could be pretty entertaining. Apparently, Snake Eyes don't talk much, but in this film this moving picture we're gonna see him talking before he lost his I voice. knew this this character oh this character wow. came to Fortnite like not that long special. ago and I didn't know who he was but it looks like this is gonna expand on him um snake eyes snake eyes also snake we got Dear Evan Hansen coming I heard uh, this is based on an award-winning Broadway musical that won a Tony. It's coming out in September 24, 2021. Now, this movie looks to be like an emotional roller coaster about like some troubled high school student who's not fitting in, and like he writes a letter um, to himself, and it's like a care caring level, like a heartfelt letter, and then uh, some other kid takes it and kills himself. And everyone seems to think that that kid wrote the heartfelt letter, and that just kind of ropes the first kid into a whole ordeal of like different situations. And so that's kind of, it looks like it's going to be pretty emotional. A lot of kind of like, it reminds me of the, a great big world, I think they're called, like that type of music. Like, you know, that whole song with, I think, Christina Aguilera, that's like something. You guys know what I'm talking about. Not. Christina Aguilera. That I'm talking about. Well, this movie looks like it's gonna be one hell of a trip through your emotions, man. You want to talk about tears running down your cheeks? And I'll be the one if you want me to. Yeah, I reckon I don't recognize whatever type of tune you're trying to tell me right now, Tommy boy. I just. All I really want from you, Tommy. Tommy, the only thing I want from you is the goddamn news, Tommy. I got law business. I understand, Sheriff, and that's what I'm here for. I will say one thing. The preview for this movie 
like I feel like I watched the whole movie. Like I don't, I don't think there's there's a, there's probably some stuff in between, but I feel like I get the gist of what's going to be yeah, happening. Yeah, I, I get I get that same type of feeling there. I get that same type of feeling there. I gotta say I have shed a tear. But anyway, also, but beyond that, I know you boy, you you gentlemen aren't big fans of musicals. We got the Ice Road, and this this guy this guy's it has Lauren Fishburne and Liam Neeson in it, and it's coming out June twenty fifth. Liam this is about Neeson, some like Lauren some Canadian Fishburne. diamond mine collapses, and these gentlemen gotta drive across the ice to deliver them some pipes to get some air down to the miners who are trapped in it. And at first well, it looks like nation. it's going to be like, oh no, they got to drive over like a thawing lake. And then as the trailer goes on, you start realizing like maybe they have like people out to kill them and like some other stuff going on. So you get those classic Liam Neeson moments of him with his gravelly voice oh, saying yeah. stuff saying stuff like, what the wow, hell? Wow, and Morpheus. Morpheus is in this shit, man. What the hell? Wow. U.S. release date. Apparently supposed to be June 25th. I reckon they had a whole series on this. They had Ice Road Truckers. I don't need a movie. And that's that. That's that? You yeah, reckon you it, don't want to watch the Ice Road? It looks like things are going south. It looks like there's some sketchy things happening. Just a classic Liam Neeson type of experience, I'd, I'd, I reckon, from the sound of it. I like Liam Neeson ever since I saw him in those robes on on the planets of Star Wars. Oh, right, yeah. Qui-Gon. Oh, I like Liam Neeson. Qui-Gon. Yeah, Narnia. he was Qui-Gon. Was he in Narnia? Yes, oh, big furry boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that big you've fur- seen him as a lion. Is what sparked your love for him. Apparently. As a man. That's, a, that's just added on to the list of your crimes against the state. There, you saw him Pete. as a feline and grew fondness for the man. I reckon if he, was a, if he were a cattle, I'd be wrestling him. I can't wait to put a bullet in your head, Sketchy Pete, you sick motherfucker. My finger trigger's still itching, friend. Tommy, you got anything else to tell us? Okay, okay. I was just still trying to reflect on the man inside the cat. But we got more news. Uh, 21 Pilots, the band, just released a just released a new album, Scaled and Icy. Came out last Friday. Uh, this is, those genre hopping boys are at it again with another one. Uh, genre hopping boys. I wanted to talk about this. There's three songs that I wanted to discuss with you gentlemen. No Chances, Bounce Man, and Good Day. And I felt like... Th- these three songs kind of like touched on each corner of the different genres they're kind of like waiting in and out of um in this album this album seems to be inspired by like 80s and maybe even a little bit of 90s or 70s type music um but they still got some modern sounds in here uh, what do you always think about this one i reckon i wasn't too much of a fan of 21 pilots too much but as i have listened to their tunes a little bit more I gain, I gain more appreciation, and I do say I like the genre-hopping aspect of these three songs I, uh, that you displayed here. And I, th- I have a newfound respect for 21 Pilots. Well, Sketchy Pete, I appreciate hearing something of intelligence leaving those flappy, dusty lips of yours. So, thank you for that contribution. 
I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, that first song, that one, that one was definitely for me. That one hit was home, that no chances? right in the heartland. I loved it. No chances. Yep, that no no chances by Twenty One Pilots. That one hit hit home right in the heart for me. Now the other one, Bounce Man, and the other one, Good Day. You know, Good Day. I might have to give it another listen. Actually, I didn't get I didn't get to really really listen. Bounce Man. I wasn't too big of a fan now. That don't mean it's a bad song. Someone out there, y'all might like it. Not for me. Not for Rusty. This, this album, I personally, I'm a big fan of Twin Pilots. I listen to all their albums a lot. And, like, they, they hold the record for the only artist to have all songs on two different albums go gold, and which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but with this album, this one was the first album that I had to, like, Initially, I wasn't that fond of it, and then I had to keep giving it a few more listens to like really get into it and kind of resonate with some of the lyrics. But kind of like you said, this seems like the first album that's not really dealing with mental illness, um, which is usually what I relate to artists in the older ones, but it seems like this one's more of like, you know, being in quarantine, and now we're just kind of like trying to find the light at the end of the tunnel and maybe find the light at the end of the tunnel of the mental illness struggle as well. Uh, and like you said... Some of the songs don't have that many a deep meaning. Like I, I really like Bounce Man. It's an uptown funky tune. And it's a real dancey. But if you look at if you when you really look at the lyrics, it kind of just sounds like a man on the run, and like maybe helping and abating that man as he flees this country to Mexico. And that's really all there is. Man I can on relate the run. to that so much. I was just gonna fucking say it. I'm speaking of a man on the run. Not speaking of the man on the run. All right. And. That sounds like all the news, Tommy. All right, you no. come over here, Sketchy. No, I ain't running till I keep always, always you. Before I get out of here. Come here, Sketchy. Before I get out of here, I got a game. I got a game of trivia for you guys, and I hope you guys are ready to play. Trivia. Trivia. That sounds like a trivial type of game, and I don't fucking intend to play it when I gotta take in Sketchy. Well, Pete. you boys, two, you both, you boys seem to be big, big black, you know, veterans of this type of area. The, this great old west that we all live in so i prepped up some questions for you for anyone and this seems like a good opportunity to test your wits and let's see which one of you is a little bit more a little bit more informed or has a little bit better intuition all right tommy i reckon you got about five maybe ten minutes before i fucking lose it all right okay question number one for you boys Henry McCarty was better known by what nickname? The Tall Texan, Butch Cassidy, Billy the Kid, or Sundance Kid? Billy the Kid. Henry McCarty, born in New York City in 1859, far from the West where he would eventually become famous as Billy the Kid. Talk about some intuition. Sketchy Pete, what in fucking tarnation are you guessing over there? No, I can't really tell. This is what they. This is what you learn from wrestling cat. I ain't you don't go to school much. I make a living wrestling cat. All right, next question: What weapon has become known as the gun that won the West? Smith S. Wesson revolver, Colt Peacemaker, Winchester rifle, Sharps Derringer. The Winchester rifle. It's definitely that Smith and Wesson revolver. So, just to get this clear, we got Smith and Wesson on the on one side and. Winchester on the other? Yep. Well, sorry to say, boys, gentlemen, neither of you guys got it. It's the Colt Peacemaker, a 45 caliber gun manufactured by Colt's firearm manufacturer. God damn it, Sketchy Pete, you don't throw me off with your 
stinky-ass smell. You bastard, don't put your shit on Question me. Question number three, gentlemen, let's calm it down. Who is the only woman known to have robbed a stagecoach? Poker Alice? Sarah Pierce? Pearl Hart? Annie Oakley? I reckon it's Annie. I was gonna fucking say that. Sketchy Pete. Well, I'll just go with the third option then. All I gotta say is I'm faster with the trigger finger and the answer. So you watch yourself, bud. Well, Rusty's gonna take this one again with Pearl Hart, the third option. Pearl Hart became the only woman in 1899, May 29. God no, damn no, it. No, no, stagecoach. <laughs> she and a man. You stupid, dumb motherfucker, Sketchy Pete. You just absolute moron. She and a man named Joe Boot. Stopped the Globe Arizona stagecoach and relieved its passengers of 400 bucks. But, feeling badly at leaving her victims penniless, she decided to return a dollar to each of them. Alright. You got any more trivia questions for us, boy? Because I'm about to fucking lose my mind. I got six more questions for you, boys. It is estimated that what percentage of women living in Deadwood, South Dakota, in 1876 were prostitutes? 40%, 60%, 80%, or 90%? I'm going to have to go with 90%. Uh, I'm going to go 80 It has been estimated that 90% of women living in Deadwood, South Dakota, in 1876 were prostitutes. It was difficult for a woman to make a living. I reckon I know a thing or two about South Dakota prostitutes. Something you wouldn't know nothing about, Sketchy P. You spend your whole fucking life rustling cattle, you dirty fucking motherfucker. <laughs> I wrestle cattle to the day I die. What legendary figure of the Old West eventually became sports editor for the New York Morning Telegraph? Matt Dillon, Bat Masterson, Wyatt Earp, or Black Jack Ketchum? Can you give us that list just a once more? Matt Dillon... Bat Masterson, Wyatt Earp, Blackjack Kitchen. I'm gonna go with Wyatt Earp. I'm gonna have to go with the second option. Bat Masterson? Legendary Old West figure Bat Masterson held a wide variety of jobs during his adventurous lifetime, including stints as a buffalo hunter, front lawman, gambler, army scout, U.S. Marshal, and sports editor for the New York Morning Telegraph. Ah, hell. Now, wow. sketchy people. I think you've done seen from this demonstration of trivia just who's got the better intuition. I hope you know what's coming, I got more boy. questions, boys. In poker, what is known as the dead man's hand? Aces and fours, aces and eights, aces and jacks, or aces and queens? Can you give us those four one more time? Aces and fours, aces and eights, aces and jacks, aces and queens. Aces and jacks. Aces and eights. In poker, aces and eights are known as the dead man's hand. If you knew a goddamn thing about poker, you might have got that one right, because that's a common sense type of question. Jesus fucking Christ. Listen here, Sketchy Pete. You may have a big brain, but that just means there's going to be a bigger mess to clean up when I put a bullet in your head. Whoa, gentlemen. What outlaw once wrote his own press release for one of his robberies? Jesse James, Billy the Kid, Butch Cassidy, or, or I, the Sundance Kid? Uh, Sundance Kid. I reckon it's Jesse James. Jesse James took great delight in his notoriety. God damn. And wrote his own press release. Sketchy right. P, you might as well just 
Bury yourself in a grave right fucking now. Last qu- Nope, we got three more questions. To- uh, you best start shooting before I do. Question eight. What famous Old West figure was arrested for horse theft in Van Buren, Arkansas on May 8th, 1871? Jesse James, Billy the Kid, Wyatt Earp, or Doc Holliday? <laughs> Wyatt Earp. Number four. I might have to go with Doc Holliday. Although best known as a fearless frontier lawman, Wyatt Earp had several run-ins with the law himself. Wow. <laughs> well... Well, that's one. <laughs> nah, you know, you can have that one. You can have that one. He was arrested. He was arrested for horse theft in Van Buren, Arkansas, May 8, 1871. After jumping bail, he fled to Kansas, where he hunted buffalo and married a prostitute. Wow, this man sounds a lot like my goddamn person I'm hunting down right to the right of me. You motherfucker, sketchy Pete. According to eyewitness accounts, what gunslinger could hit a dime nine out of ten times when tossing the air? Billy the Kid, Bat Masterson, Wild Bill Hickok, Annie Oakley. Billy the Kid. Uh, uh, whatever number two was. Billy the Kid. Best, best young man with a pistol. I don't ever seen. Neither of you gentlemen are right as Wild Bill Hickok. He could hit a dime nine out of ten times and toss in the air. He could also shoot an apple from a tree with one shot and then hit the apple with another bullet before it hits a goddamn ground, gentlemen. I reckon me and that guy have a few things in common. Is that a true story? Last question, gentlemen, before I leave you and I'm off to the next town to deliver the news. What outlaw wore socks over his boots so that he couldn't be tracked? Clay Allison, Black Bart, Sundance Kid, Shoeless Kid. Sundance Kid. I don't even know what the fourth answer was because uh, you're a little quiet there, partner, but I'm going to go with it. you just going to have to give him a number then there, Sketchy Pete. Number four. That's the fucking one that I said, you bastard. No, it's not the one you said, gentlemen. You said Sundance Kid and Shoeless Kid. The answer is Black Bart. He wore socks over his boots during his robbery so he couldn't be tracked. He considered himself a gentleman outlaw and enjoyed taunting his victims by leaving little bits of poetry behind in empty strong boxes to confuse those that would pursue him. Well, wow. Well. Well, gentlemen, it's been great. I hope you guys have a great day, great evening. All right, Sketchy P, you mother... Time to put a bully between your eyes. You all still, mother... I'm a... Look out here!